You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched the struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. <laughs> The correct you're in here stadium time is 8.35 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast harbored by collegeandmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I'm Drew Croson at Center Crow 2 on Twitter, at Center Crow on Bimmo. My last episode from the nurturing, friendly confines of Auburn, Alabama. To one side of me, through the magic of the internet, Ryan Starrett, Ryan S. Starrett on Twitter. The S stands for still hasn't watched The Last Dance. Still haven't. Are, are you going to Texas for a, uh, you know, under the table recruiting trip? So what's going on? That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm the Dallas, Dallas County Bagman. Okay. I believe. It's the other side of me giving you full Fort Payne ASMR through the ether. A man who has seen him some Sean Kemp dunks on GIFs. A man who knows what Carl Malone's sweaty fourth quarter put-back slams look like. The AU chief. Don't ever talk trash to black Jesus. On today's show, there are still no sports really to talk about, except Chief and I might want to talk a little bit about Borussia Dortmund. Oh, yeah. Thrashing. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Now. We're going to talk about sports movies. Well, we got to give Ryan a little uh, crap about not watching Last Dance first. Well, Look, again, okay, so I, I've, Dance... seen sport, I've seen Space Jam. What am I no. missing? Look, Ryan. I... So Last Dance is a sports movie. However, it is a documentary. And it's a very one-sided documentary that gets more one-sided as it goes sure, on. Surely it does. Um, and I, I've seen a lot of people. Pretty hilarious. I've seen a lot of people like trying to act like. That it has no value because of that, and I don't, well, I don't, right? It's just a memoir, right? I mean, yeah, and, and it doesn't. I mean, it, what do they want it to be? That's what I want to know. Like, what are the, like, what are they expecting? I, I don't know. They're like, it's not a real documentary, and I'm like, well, yeah, it is. It just, well, it's not. It documents. I mean, it's not. It documents. It's not a Ken Burns film, right? Right. <laughs> but it document. It's still. I mean, it uses footage that. Is pr- sure. pretty in depth. It it documents something. It's not. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's not a Ken Burns documentary, but it still right. still captures a moment and shows uh, at least one side. And I think it shows more than just one side of things. But I mean, it is. It does, like you said, get pretty slanted uh, in Michael's direction at, at, towards the end of the uh, the last few. Episodes. Once by the time you get to episode eight, you're. You're not sure he misses many shots. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're under the, you might be under the impression he shoots ninety five percent, like for a season. But uh, Ryan's not the only one. Uh, our own Josh Dub hasn't watched it as well. But uh, Ryan, what is your, what is your resistance to? to I mean, job? I'm not intentionally avoiding it. I just, 
uh, haven't been making the time to watch it. I don't know. It's super good. And I'm not like, I love Michael Jordan, but I'm not like the guy who thinks he's the greatest athlete of all time or whatever. And I'll tell you right now, it's, it's incredibly good. It's really well done too. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I never saw, well, okay. I take it back. I did see magic and Larry play. I barely remember it. And it was at the very end of their, well, it was at the very end of Larry's usefulness. And then the, my first real memory of magic, he was my dad's favorite player. So I knew that. And I vaguely remember watching the 91 finals. My first real memory of him is something somewhat similar to, uh, and somewhat related to Ryan's, uh, Ryan's memory of space jam is that I just remember him being the, the player that had HIV, like, Right, right. Um, he was a, more of a cultural icon at that, at that right. point. Right. So, so it's not like I, but I, dude, I would watch. I watched the crap out of the Larry and Magic uh, documentary that they did on for NBA TV and the Celtics Lakers right. uh, Thirty for Thirty. They did, which is super good too. But without sports, I just uh, do you got. It's got higher ratings than all of the NBA Finals for the last couple of years. What do you have? Which is wild. Yeah, what have you had going on on uh, Sunday nights, Ryan? Uh. You know, just housework, getting ready for the week. We've... I actually haven't watched it on Sunday night yet either. I've been watching it like during nap time during the week, catching it up. <laughs> we lost Chief's audio. Yeah, can't hear you there, Chief. I'm back. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it was. Right. It's a it's a really well done doc. I sports documentaries might be my favorite genre of film at this point in my life. Like I know that there's a there's a Lance 30 for 30 finally coming out next week. Yeah. And then it look, it's, it's a, it looks pretty wild too. I mean, it's They're like right it's off not, the bat. So when did you start doping? <laughs> yeah. It's not the Michael Jordan edited uh, version of the story. It's, this is a true documentary about Lance. Um, I'll watch the Tiger Woods documentary when it comes out. That should be a good one. <laughs> and they're doing a Bruce Lee one. Me too. After this. But, I don't know, Ryan. I just feel like you should. You should. Uh, I feel like you're being obstinate at this point. You're, you're, well, and the, the thing is now is like, okay, I got to go back and like it's it's ten hours. It's not, you know. It is, and it's a ten. It's a hard it's, ten it's, hours. At this point, I'm behind, so I got to commit to doing it. I mean, it's ten shows. Yeah, you missed you missed a cultural moment. I, I got Tiger King. It's fine. Oh my god, Tiger King. <laughs> this is way better than Tiger King. <laughs> Yeah, I feel less filthy after watching. I don't know. It's just uh, if you like basketball, which you do, right? Yeah, but I mean, again, the '90s NBA or NBA in general has just never really been an interest. I don't know. Being from Atlanta, I guess maybe this could. Maybe this could. Hey, Atlanta features in this. Uh, Probably not. Well, it's all right. Atlanta has one of the highest. One of the highest high school basketball attendance figures in the country. Oh, yeah. And then one of the lowest NBA. Historically, nobody goes to the Hawks games, but they pack the gyms out. It's not like they don't like basketball. They just like the Hawks. Part, well, part of that is the majority of the Atlanta population lives 45 minutes to an hour from Atlanta. So. Wow. Yeah. It's also All rather right, so, expensive to view live yeah. pro, pro sports. So yeah. the NBA is making it more difficult. So we uh, we are going to rank our top three sports movies in various categories, but we're also going to talk about hot takes, hot sports movie takes, which is kind of our the whole point of this episode. 
And uh, but before we do that, Chief, four nil. Oh. What do you think about watching live sports with no no fans? So I I liked it. I I've seen a lot of of people, especially Brits, uh, complaining. It's talking about how awful it was. It was not awful. They're like, look at how There's a lot awful. of things. It was not. This awful. just proves you can't have so, oh, sports without fans. And I'm like, that what? I again, I, and I've I've talked about this some with a friend of the pod, James Jones. I think it may have something to do with how you're used to uh, taking right. in your, your sports. And uh, as as we Americans, we take in almost all of our soccer through TV. And while there is crowd noise, you know, as part of the broadcast, it's, it's not as big of a deal, I, I don't think, to us. And I'm someone who I, I, I pay to watch preseason friendlies, uh, which are more or less what we the same sort of atmosphere that we saw. Um, right. I, I loved it. I loved having it back. It was just, it, it, it wasn't, it was a, a little bit of normalcy back in our lives that, uh, that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Getting up on Saturday and watching, watching the foot, watching the footy is, is what you do. And it felt, I tell, I tell you, it didn't feel weird to me until the first goal. Then it felt real weird. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden they were, yeah. they were playing the rock music and nobody was, yeah. there was no crowd. <laughs> I didn't. That was kind of. I odd. didn't enjoy uh, uh, their uh, social distanced uh, dance that they did. Yes. in celebration. That was pretty funny. Social. Everybody is six feet apart dancing. Well, I'm assuming they, um, the uh, the Germans did a better job with the fake crowd than the Koreans did. Uh, <laughs> that was did you hilarious. That? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, those Korean soccer team yeah. had like sex dolls dressed up as fans. <laughs> the real thing that happened Perfect. in the world. Perfect. Can you imagine um, that they had to source that many of those? Like. Dude, they're probably yeah, exactly. Probably Somebody has there. to buy those. <laughs> That's what I thought. The same thing. I wonder if they're sponsored by a company that makes them or something. Maybe they're made in that town. Yeah, which we're known mascot, for here. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They had to apologize for the same it, so I doubt that. Yeah, yeah. So I think what's funny, what the interesting thing to me about the German league coming back was within hours. I don't know if you noticed this, Chief. And then hours of Sunday's games ending. The Premier League made its announcement that yeah. it's coming back. Like, yeah. like, uh, we can't be, we can't be put off. Yeah. On it. Like, the Germans are, it works. Okay, we'll do it. And it was almost like the Germans doing it was kind of breaking some sort of barrier, because then, like, right. within you saw today, the governor of Texas and the governor of California said, okay, yeah, end of the month, you guys can start pro sports. Uh, the governor of New York today said the same thing, and you're like, okay. Did it? Did the German league coming back have anything to do with the fact that we haven't talked about sports at all? All of a sudden, we saw that it could be done. Yeah. And the biggest fear everyone had was that fans would show up outside of yeah, the stadium. Yeah, that, that's the weird. I I don't think you would have have that sort of fear here. I think that's a pretty European yeah, fear. Yeah, maybe for the Raptors games. Yeah, but, yeah, because well, they have that. You know, but like. And you know what the German league did? They said if you do that, your team loses a point. Well, and the uh, like ultra groups, uh, which are their ultra uh, fans, <laughs> right? Uh, the they uh, usually get more fights important than super fans, right? They uh, <laughs> it's way more important than super. They fans. they were like, they were like equally creepy making, sometimes. Yeah, they were making sure to like let everyone know. They were sending out emails, threats. Do not go to the game. Like, do not because losing a point is like. Yeah. I mean, it's tantamount to a win becomes a tie. Right. If you show up to our to the stadium, 
So I I I am glad it's back. I I don't understand what some people's problem is. Like who ca- I I don't care about the atmosphere when I'm watching it on TV. Um, right. And and I guess some people feel like maybe their teams have some sort of uh, have an advantage, which there is an advantage to having a crowd. Well, there's there's definitely on. a team in uh in Auburn that gets an advantage out of that. Sure. <laughs> but um but I just don't I don't understand thinking it's bad. And, and, okay, if you want to say it was bad soccer, okay, well, these guys haven't played in two months. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, and you know what's worse is no soccer. Yeah. Like, yeah. if my options are that or I, we don't get to have pro sports, give me that. Yeah. So I, I think we'll have some stuff coming back. I mean, MLB seems to be, like, full steam ahead. We're doing an 80-game season, right? Yeah. Well, and baseball works without fans. I mean – Baseball is super social distance. Look, the left yeah. fielder may not even know well, the right fielder's name. Is, is, is this it, how you uh, enforce shifts? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> have to stay at least six feet apart. The uh, I will watch baseball more if they get rid of the shift. Uh, that'd be number one. Get rid of the shift. Number two. Everybody has to have a DH. Oh come Period. on! What do you have against the shift? I don't because more runs is more fun. It it just rhymes. I want right? I want pitchers just I want to see a pitcher up there struggling to get a hit. I, yeah, I, I no. don't want to. You don't yes. want to see uh, because when they do trying to lay down a bunt because no one's covering third. Because <laughs> when no. a pitcher gets a hit, it's amazing. It's like the best thing that's happened. It's like oh my god, he hit it. Especially you know if it's better anything better than the single. You know, it's better than that, Chief. A three-run home run. Well, just is, just is. <laughs> By some big beefy dude, it's a three-run home run. That's all he does. He gets paid to hit three-run home I runs. I don't like that. He needs to be out there in the field playing. <laughs> the way I feel that. Nobody knows his name. The rest of the <laughs> team doesn't know what his wife's name is, what his middle name No, no, unless, he just unless, happens to show up to hit balls. Unless you're Big Poppy, and then right. everybody knows who you are. The Rangers, I could tell you, the Rangers have had DHs that I really didn't know who they were sometimes. Like, oh, Barkley. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just yelled doing. at my dog on live on camera. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's, uh, How dare you? All right. Apparently up so, there. Auburn, I don't know if you guys saw Auburn's president announced that President Gouge, randomly it was leaked that he sent a YouTube video to some to the freshman class, incoming freshman, and basically he announced that not only will there be class on campus in the fall, which should have had its own announcement, <laughs> but... Yeah. But that all of the full, normal fall activities will take place, including Rush, Greek Life, Rush. and oh, football games. That seems. Are they going to do the dorms the same way as normal? I mean, like with the hill know. and if the they're, If they're having a rush, they might as well. Like, what? You're talking about 120 girls in the basement of some dorm <laughs> having a rush. That doesn't seem the most responsible social distancing, but. Community bathrooms, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Well, do they more eagle? I guess. Uh, I, I was going to ask: Do they? Do the, does the village have community bathrooms? I thought each the village had. So it's a four bedroom, two bath. Yeah, yeah, right. right. I mean, they, here's the thing: Right now in Auburn, Alabama, I don't know if you were aware of this. There are more student beds than there are students. Yes. For the first time in like forever, because they finished these student student housing projects. So like, there there are going to be empty apartments in this town. That were that are zoned for students. Well, that was going to happen so might regardless be, of coronavirus, right? Yeah. It might be to the benefit of the town for them to not allow on-campus housing, and so all these apartments can get bought up. Yeah, 
I think you still have on uh, on campus housing. Just don't put two people in a room in the the hill in the quad. Yeah, some schools are doing that. They're doing one person yeah. rooms. I I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, at this point, they've got to be full speed ahead with it, though. They can't. Yeah, they, they got to decide. I mean, but he hasn't. That's the thing. He makes this announcement via an email. But as far as I know, the university proper has not sent out a press release or anything like that. No, they haven't. Well, then I think Alabama's president has said they're having football. Then, on then it's real official. Official. This way, they can say, "Oh, well, that wasn't yeah. official." Well, you saw what this South way, Carolina's planning on doing. Just asking you to right? make your deposit. What'd you say? You saw what South Carolina's planning on doing, right? Ending they're going to have class until Thanksgiving and not bring them back from Thanksgiving. The governor of Texas is trying to is they're looking at that for all public schools in Texas. They're looking at starting school in the fall, August first, getting out November first, and starting back February. 1st, it, it's and getting out. June I think 1st. they're treating it like uh, flu season. Basically, when flu season would start is when they're going to send people home because it does yeah. it does seem like uh, weather is having an effect on it. Um, well, and also it's it's like we're already going to have X number of people hospitalized with the flu. Right. So if the whole goal is just to not overload the hospital. Sure. Let's just let's just cut it down. Yeah. We'll see. I, I still we'll see. I still don't know. <laughs> Even if we're like 80 percent back to normal uh, in uh, August or even September, I don't see how you can put 90,000 people slammed up against each other in a stadium. It's, uh, no, it's weird. Or 30,000 in an arena. It's, it's weird. Not Auburn arena because it doesn't see 30,000, no. <laughs> but some do. It's just, it seems weird. I mean, 90,000 people <laughs> having to go to the bathroom, <sighs> you know, there's just in the line for a half, half the time. Now, you're, they're out of soap in there. So you're not, like, there, there's talk <laughs> of, there's talk of lottery systems. Well, that, that's what that's the only way I could think that where you could cut the basically capacity in half and then make it fair as to who um, you just have the richest people in the world. Yeah, would be the people in the stadium. Yeah, because if I won the lottery, I would sell my lottery ticket immediately to the highest bidder. You know, if they do a lottery, it's going to be uh, highly skewed towards the, the bigger donors. No, you'll priority. get more ping pong balls. You'll get more ping pong balls for every thousand bucks you donated to the university. Oh, there you go. That's fine with me. All right, Ryan. So we're going to take a quick break. All right. And when we come back, let's get into our movies. And we're back at 1928. We thought we're going to go through a lot of our uh, our takes, the hot takes we got on Twitter based on your uh, your tweets on sports movies and ryan immediately said that uh a lot of you had hot takes about the mighty duck franchise which i mean is a sports movie i guess um how wait, wait, wait. how is it not a, a sports movie i mean it's definitely a sports movie it's more of like a kid's coming of age well it's, yeah it's a sports movie and it's like a classic sports formula movie like yeah, it uh the plucky underdogs the the come f- together and oh, eat the big heads the rich kids. There was a lot of like <laughs> poor kids versus rich kid movies in the late eighties, early nineties, Ryan. And Mario Ducks follows all of those tropes, especially the rich kid who becomes on the team of the poor kid who bridges the gap. Oh, and the, the, the coach of the poor kids is the former rich guy, the lawyer oh, that gets in sure. trouble. 
Oh man, you know Karl Marx once said, Ryan, that the history, the human history, is a uh, is class history, is class struggle, and he's not wrong. You know, sure, the entire history of humanity is just class struggle, as is the Mighty Duck franchise, which my hot take is Mighty Duck franchise Marxist, <laughs> as as anyone can see. All right, so Chief's back. Chief, tell Chief, tell us your hottest take about the Mighty Ducks franchise. Oh, uh, I don't know that I have a hot take about it. I like it. It's good, good, good hockey yeah, movie. They're good. Good fun kids I mean, movies. I don't remember the third one that much. Thing. Don't they go to college or a boarding school or something like that? Uh, they go they, to a college prep school. Okay. And they play, and they play for Team USA, right? Yeah, that's number two. That's the second one. Oh, okay. The third one is by far the weakest of the three. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I basically remember case. that. The, one the and second two one might be really the best. Good. I think my, my hot take is that D2 The Mighty Ducks is a better movie. Uh, Yeah, maybe. It's good. good. I mean, look, you, you get to add Keenan Thompson, that helps uh, with the, with a the knuckle puck. You know what's wild is ES, not ESPN. Disney went to back to the exact same well with some of the exact same actors again in a soccer movie called The Big Green. Yes. That is not nearly as beloved. But it's just I've never even heard of the exact same I, movie. I don't like it. My wife loves it. The big green. Like the big green is the Mighty Duck. Oh, here's with soccer. Here's, I'll tell you, it's the same reason I don't like Space Jam. It was in the collection of movies at the uh, gym that my uh, parents uh, <laughs> went to. That's like these crappy movies that nobody wants to watch that they have on VHS there, and I, I like it was the worst. There'd always be some kid there watching one of them, and I was just always not into it. So. <sighs> We had both uh, at the Glaze Craze and let's see at M Rick G talking about the Mighty Ducks. Uh, first, that Gordon Bombay is not a good person and is an average coach, and the Pee Wee Hockey League should have let Adam Banks finish out the season with the Hawks. And Gordon Bombay is a colossal <laughs> dickhead for forcing the league to move him to the Ducks. Here's the thing about Gordon Bombay: he doesn't want to be there. This is community service, effectively. Yeah, yeah. And this is hockey bad news. He doesn't actually. Yeah, learn a lesson. it's exactly what it is, right? <laughs> Except Bad News Bears is like one of the most incredible movies ever. Yeah. Well, so is Mighty Ducks. And unlike Bad News Bears, well, right. Gordon Bombay is not. Bad not News a Bears drunk. is incredible. <laughs> Gordon Bombay isn't, isn't isn't a drunk. Either. And not lovable. I mean, if it wasn't a Disney well, movie, it, he eventually might be drunk, he is. But he learned. Walter Matthau is so good in Bad News Bears. Uh. Gordon Bombay learns his lesson. He becomes a better person. No, he doesn't. And then yes, he, he does. What does he do? What does he do in D two? He makes <laughs> oh. the exact same well, that, mistake. But that's because that's <laughs> the Disney Formula Kids movie. Like your nothing changes in your yeah. sequel. Nothing. It, nothing it's the changes. exact same. He scene. literally decides he's now into the money. Back back to money. Wants to slick his hair back. Look like you just got out of the shower. Well, he, that's what his German friend says. Rick, they have Rick to G made a good him. point though about like even they don't bring this up in the movie, but. They force Adam Banks to go from the uh, the Hawks to the Ducks because he and, moves right like midseason. Like I don't know if I'm a 12 year old kid, I'm not going to be really happy about being forced to change teams midseason. Wow. Yeah, but it's a midseason transfer. He's playing with a bunch of. Pricks. It's a rec league. I mean, come on. He's playing with a bunch of pricks though. <laughs> rich kids. Well, he Jeez. was one rich rich kids. Socious, as they were called in. Well, they, but they were all, they movies. were also pricks. <laughs> right nice with the greasers and you know what else he he really helps us all see that we're all really the same sure on the inside sure 
when he is it D two where he breaks his wrist yeah. and they make him do like the turn his wrist in the locker room thing. And it's so dramatic. Yeah, that sounds about right. Man. And the, D2, the that's, I do. I do like D. I think I like D two better. D two is the one the that best made me of, buy like beg for a hockey uh, stick for my birthday. Sure. So I, I was probably eleven, maybe. I, I got a hockey stick for my eleventh birthday. And, all the scenes uh, of the kids running around L.A. Like it, just, it makes you want to. Oh yeah. It makes yeah. you want to be them. Keenan Thompson. Street it, hockey. Yeah. Right? Isn't Keenan in it? Yeah, yeah. Oh he's, yeah. He's the got the knuckle puck. He's the street that's kid. Right. That's right. I'm knuckle 16. puck time. <laughs> And the Bash Brothers? Oh, the Bash Brothers and are the I, best. That's I didn't realize this. For, yeah, you know. I didn't realize that was Foggy. You didn't know? Oh, come on. Yeah, I, Every I, I time didn't I see him, what? I'm like, oh, it's the Bash Brothers. <laughs> Wait, who is he? Fulton Reed, Foggy the, Nelson. Uh, is Daredevil's lawyer friend in oh, the, Daredevil right. movie, or the Daredevil series on Netflix. Or, if, if you right. wish, he's uh, uh, Ashton Kutcher's friend in uh, Butterfly Effect, a movie Ryan's <laughs> probably never heard of. I have heard yeah, of it. Who's the know. other? Who's the other Bash brother though? Uh, uh Chicago. There's some kid. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the new ones when they become the national team. They got to <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like who is the actor? I don't. I, know. I he hasn't oh, really backstory. Been, he hasn't done much. He's been in other things because I'm like, oh, it's the other guy, but that's about it. Yeah. It's Mark McGuire and Kose Canseco, Bash Brothers, <laughs> but we uh, the best part of of Gordon Bombay's life in uh, D2 is somehow we're supposed to believe that the coach of the U.S. hockey team in the junior Goodwill Games mm-hmm. that nobody watches <laughs> in real life is about to get a shoe deal for a loafer because kids want to grow up to be coaches. Yeah. Hey, I think about that. Nobody's going to watch these hockey games. How many Junior Goodwill games have you ever watched? Zero is the answer. <laughs> I didn't know they were real, to be honest with you. I don't know if they're real either. <laughs> I mean, in that case, I've watched a lot of them because I've watched There's a, all of them if they're not real. Last year, I found out there was something called like the University Games. It's like a you know, it's like a worldwide college sports contest. Hmm. And like they send – the U.S. sends like a men's college team to play in it. Like Kansas played in it two years ago. Interesting. I learned about that two years ago. <laughs> so who there might be a Junior Goodwill game. But who else, I didn't watch who else that. has college sports though? Everybody has college sports, I guess. I don't. Uh, it's a great question, Chief. Maybe it's college age players. Yeah. Who maybe. knows? Or is it just they're playing people that go to other American universities around the world <laughs> that have like intramural sports? <laughs> Mary Tyler Poor wrote, "Julie the Cat Gaffney should have been starting the whole time." Which is 100% true. Oh, oh, yeah. She's the best player Goldberg's on the team. Goldberg's trash. Yeah, yeah Goldberg yeah. gives up 12 goals to Iceland, and he no. doesn't get 12 goals. What goals? <laughs> and then plays the next game. Man, a lot. Dude, Gordon Bombay, not a good coach, and that's one huge reason why. He was yeah. too loyal to Goldberg. Yeah, just too loyal. And he was and coach of a national sexist. team and brought uh, like over half of the kids from one town. Yeah. Well, well that's, normal. that's normal in those kinds of situations, I think. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were the best. They were the best team in that town. Were they? They won like the city playoffs. <laughs> well, hey. look at the nineteen eighty yeah, men's well, Olympic yes. team. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of the nineteen eighty men's Olympic team are uh, from the same place. So, just a hockey. I think a lot of the there. the whole thing is based on the nineteen eighty men's Olympic team. That's the whole reason Mighty Ducks exists. 
Hey, they did do a novel thing in uh, not making either the Germans or the Russians the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Iceland, Iceland, Iceland in. That's new. Like, it's a country of 100,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> They're evil. They're all giant. <laughs> uh, it, all right, that's pretty good. Then don't they turn out to be okay? It's just their coach that's the a-hole. Isn't that, isn't that what happens? Yes. Okay. Let's go shake their hands. Okay. <laughs> All right, Crusher Hogan has what I don't—I don't believe that's even a hot take. I think that's like a a medium take, not even a medium take. That's just the right answer. Friday Night Lights is Friday Night Lights is better than Remember the Titans. That is tr- true. That's a truism. Never seen it. Never had a desire to see it. Chief, there right now you will weep. Weep. I feel like it hits a little closer to home from uh, our Texas friend here. But. Probably. Chief, tears coming down your face at the la- in the last minutes of that movie. Uh, Remember the Titans is probably my wife's favorite movie. But it, the problem is it's not good. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, good movie. It's just, it's really just, it's, it's really just. It's a Disney just, movie. I mean, it, it yeah, it schlocky, cheesy, whatever. It's got good soundtrack. It's got Denzel. Yeah. It's got a lot of fun performances. My my former uncle is in it. No way. Yeah, he's one of the background players. He gets one line, I think. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> he's mostly in the background. Um, is Friday Night Lights the best football movie? I mean, we can get to that later. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Never seen it. That's my hot take. Friday Night's the best movie about football ever made. Did I miss some? Did I did I not get to talk about uh, Karate Kid? Or did we just no, we haven't gotten there yet. Don't okay, worry. okay, we're skipping around. Right. Yeah, I, ha- I wish right now that Jack would just uh, would just bed the Friday Lights like soundtrack explosions in the sky. What are, I, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the the TV series? Which Friday Night Lights? Oh, loved it. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Except either. for season. Okay, so season one is so good. All I know season. about it is the SNL skits that they did uh, spoofing it. <laughs> That's all I know about. Season one is so good. Season two is bizarre mm. and also trash because there was a writer strike. If you remember, right? Yeah. And oh, they, okay. I think they thought they were being canceled, and so they wrote the first like three or four episodes, and a bunch of just random soap opera weird stuff happens. Like they kill a guy, and like there's just this weird stuff. And then season three, like. Just pretends none of that, <laughs> none of that happened. Nice. Like, right, it's West Texas. Keep, I feel like if you're going to cover back something to up, that might be the place to do it. Well, and also the only other issue I have with that show is that the city, the town in season one, is presented as this small town where high school football is all that anybody cares about. By the end of the show, there are like two gigantic high schools that are competing for kids, and you're like. The town this size could not have two six A schools. Maybe that is maybe they opened money. maybe they opened up an Amazon warehouse there and a lot of, <laughs> pe- a lot of people big... move there and uh, <laughs> Google headquarters Google headquarters there. <laughs> there's somebody struck Dude, struck I... more oil there. Love the Friday Night Lights movie. Love the TV show. The movie's better. The movie is Billy Bob Thornton at his finest. It is Tim McGraw just as a creepy old man. It's great. How do you feel about the blind side? Speaking of Tim McGraw, it's all right. It's, yeah, it's a Disney movie. It's it's all right. It's, I, I don't think it. It, it's not a Disney movie, is it? Uh, is it not? I mean, it's, I don't, I don't it's essentially it. played it's, like a Disney movie. Seems, sure, it seems very Disney. 
got Phil Collins' daughter in it. Yeah, got a white lady who just saved the world. I mean, (laughs) the fact that that movie posits that future first-round draft pick Michael Orr did not know how to block until a woman came out (laughs) of the stands and told him to pretend that the quarterback was her. Great. How did Michael Orr sign off on that? (laughs) Okay, I'll pretend it's you. <laughs> oh, it looks like I'm super good at this. You guys. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's fine. It's it does fine. have the it's NCAA being awful. So, you know, there's the movie's about an NCAA problem. violation. It is the most Ole Miss movie. It's got the uh, it's ever great. It's got a Academy Award winning uh, performance from Coach O in it as well. And Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> yeah. All right. Future U.S. Senator, perhaps, Tommy Tucker. Oh, let's, let's not. Probably, yeah. All right. I, All right. I think you want to go to so, the worst take on this list, and I, at least in my opinion? It's a hot take. Right, I'll give him that. Uh, at Unlimited Dennis, the Karate Kid with Jaden Smith is better than the original. Jeez, I, yeah, I saw that. I, I, like, what? <laughs> I got I got to know how old he is, because he's got to be like 20, right? To think this, that. This might have been a hot take <laughs> for the sake of hot takes. I hope. I hope. There were a lot of you so, guys like Mike is the best basketball movie. <laughs> so there were a lot of Karate Kid takes that I think people thought that they were being cool, but they were all just using the same the, this meme from like that's like 15 years old of uh, Cobra Kai being not the bad guys in the movie or whatever. Yeah, what is this theory? It's, the, it's a the theory that Daniel is actually the bad it's guy. Old, it's old, and there's like tons of YouTube videos with people like explaining the theory, and it, it's fine. It's funny, I guess, um, but it's not like it's not as hip as everybody uh, seemed to think it was. So I, I had not, heard not that to crap on anybody. I heard the theory generally before, but I, what I hadn't heard is the. Daniel's the bad guy, Cobra Kai's the victims, but mm-hmm. Kreese is also the bad guy, and Miyagi's the good guy, and they just got the wrong students. Yeah, I hadn't heard that aspect of it before. Yeah, uh, I've, I've. Well, how is Daniel the bad guy? His, his, he's just a lost kid because he, he just starts, keeps starting fights with these dudes. I'll, I'll send you a YouTube video after this. That's, it, it's funny. But it's it's like it's just a joke. It's clearly is this kind of like <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's weird the weird theory that Top Gun is like a uh, an allegory about Mavericks wrestling with his own homosexuality. Sure, sure. Wait, how does Tarantino <laughs> say the tie into this? Is that his theory? I'll send, yeah, right. Right. He, Quentin Tarantino is yeah. a guy who's done a lot of cocaine oh, and I, a I lot of other illicit drugs. Um, <laughs> This is casually I'm, libelous. Oh, that's not. That's, that's, that's admittedly, all. admittedly, he has done a lot of illicit drugs. <laughs> all right. So one of my favorite takes, because I know Ryan's opinion about this movie is Brian J. Stoltz saying that Matt Damon and Will Smith should never have been able to act again in any film after The Legend of Bagger Mance was released. So when I saw this, I, I, I couldn't tell if he meant because it was so good, they just can't do no. it again. Or if it was no. so bad. This is so bad. Apparently, this is a movie I've never had an ounce of excusable. This is you definitely don't care about this movie. Don't want to see golf, Um, because it's it's a period piece and it's uh, it takes itself fairly seriously. I mean, it's not a comedy like a lot of golf movies are. Extremely serious. (laughs) 
But isn't there a uh, ghost? You get the involved? magical. You get, yeah, you get so, the magical black so, guy. Oh, spoiler which alert! Rudy has oh, as does Bagger Vance. So Will Smith is the caddy, Bagger Vance, and he's essentially like some. He's there to help out Matt Damon get over his demons from World War One mm. through golf because he was a big golfer before the war. And then at the end, he just kind of walks off and disappears, and never see, nobody ever sees him again. But they don't. That's not the point. They don't go into that. It's a good golf movie. Hmm. Okay. And I'm a big fan of Will Smith and Matt Damon too. So it d- it did the rounds on uh, TBS. I know. Yeah. So I uh, I would just yeah, and that that's part of it. Is it? I'd always be like, dang it, this movie's on again. It was it was definitely a Braves rain out game or movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like right, uh, Zeke Al 29. Zeke Al 29 wrote, Major League 2 is just as good, if not better, than the first Major League. I like Major League 2. Yeah, I, they're both really right. good. I don't, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'd say it's better. I don't, I don't, I don't or just as good. It's close, I suppose. So uh, I don't think I, I could tell the movies apart until maybe about a year or two ago. And I had <laughs> seen both of them. One of them has Omar Epps. One of them has Wesley Snipes. Right, but I had seen (laughs) both of them on TV numerous times. Sure. But never just sitting down and watching them. And their movies are kind of similar. The plot's not that much different. Right. That's what they used to do with movies. Right. So I never knew, is this the first one or is this the second one? That's why for the longest time, sequels of any type, not sports movies exclusively, had a bad rap because sequels for forever were just the same movie uh, over and over. But it's over. it's really funny when they added when they add you know Doctor Foreman in there instead of <laughs> instead of Wesley Snipes. Yeah, <laughs> it really takes me out of it. Or Mike Tomlin. I mean, whichever one you want to. Uh, Ryan House was a television show that came on in the early two thousands. <laughs> it's really underrated. It's a great Pretty show. Good. Pretty fan. And Omar Epps played Doctor Foreman. Pretty fantastical, but pretty good. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm read the next three are all very similar in that they are this movie people like is actually trash, which is one of my favorite takes. All right, the Auburnist wrote the Sandlot is so overrated it's barely Boom. worth mentioning. Agree, agree, <laughs> agree. I hate. The Will Sandlot. Collier wrote, I hate it. Rudy is nothing but Domer propaganda trash. <laughs> agree. And. uh SDW Esquire wrote, 42 is the worst baseball movie ever made. Jackie deserved better. He's right. 42 is terrible. Um, Harrison Ford has a huge he made a, aesthetic nose in that movie. He made a great point yeah. that of everything else wrong with this movie, they, Jackie hit a walk-off home run in the top of the ninth. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of, lot of issues. Like, I like the Sandlot. I will say I disagree with that take. It's a really good flick. I, think. I don't like it at all. I, it's yeah. like, I like it more than the Mighty Ducks movies, oh, for sure. I enjoy sure. Sandlot, but I don't think it's the be-all, end-all like a lot of people do. I don't, I don't think it's fair. It's not my top three I've, baseball movies, but I like I've it. made some people less than happy on uh, Twitter.com with my Sandlot takes before. I, I, don't think it's chief. I don't think it's a good movie. I, I, I think it's the most, maybe it's one of the top five most overrated movies of all time. And it's most. You know what the most underrated baseball movie is? It's 61. I haven't seen it. Dude, I think it was an HBO movie. It's about Roger Maris. That movie rules. It's, uh, eight points off. Rules, rules. 
Like, I'd watch 61 right now, but I don't have HBO. So HBO film directed by Billy Crystal about the 1961 season of Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. It's a great flick. Way better than Sandlot. However, Sandlot, I mean, I, I'm fine with Sandlot. I, I just, my wife likes it. I don't, I, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of any of those movies that came around, out around that same time. They're like 50s, 60s kids. Like, and I just, I, I didn't like them. Uh, there was the one with like Rosie O'Donnell in it. I don't know if you remember that. It's not a sport. League, League of Their League Own? Your own? No, no, that no, is, no. That's okay. a good movie. Hang on. No. We're going to fight on I'm that ta- one. Okay. League of Their Own I'm is talking, incredible. Uh, no. It's a, uh, what, Now and Then? I don't remember. Tarzan? No, it's it's a movie with a bunch of Christina Ricci's in it. I don't know, it's it's not a good movie. Anchorman. No, uh, my my wife really likes these movies, and I'm not a fan. So Rudy is nothing but dumber propaganda. Trash is great. I like, take, I don't. I like you can make that same point about anything Notre Dame related. Yeah, but Rudy is really like this guy is magic, and Notre Dame is this like holy place of college. Yeah, football. and apparently Rudy's kind of a not a nice guy. Yeah, apparently he's a huge jerk. I don't know. Aston was way better in 51st dates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, did, I, I thought you were going a completely different direction than that. That's uh, Yeah. I love him in 51st dates. He's great. He's good. Uh, all right, moving on. Do we want to talk about uh, League, League of the Run? Yeah, it's a great, great baseball flick. At RCB3, great. the GOAT sports movie is actually League of the Run. Yeah, I'd probably agree. I don't think it's, no. I don't think it's the greatest. Uh, Dodgeball is pretty dang good. Dodgeball is the goat sport. League of Their Own is really, really no, good. No, League of Their it's, Own it's, really it's super good. It's good. Um, well, it's it's good because it's it's the uh, it's comedy and and serious drama. This used to be it's, my playground. It's funny without being a comedy. Gina Davis at the at the top of her game. Uh, Incredible! Incredible! Tom Hanks. Uh, who plays all, the who all plays the younger sister? Um, she's cool. this uh, the, uh, the younger sister. Uh, she was also in because um, she's great. Oh God, was she in? Oh, she's. Dang it! I can't remember. My brother and I, my brother and I, will look at each other on Auburn game days, like about an hour before the game, and be like, "We're gonna win. <laughs> We're gonna win." <laughs> Oh yeah, just like Tom Hanks. We love Petty, that. We she's love the that movie. she's the love interest in Point Break as well. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Tom Hanks going off on uh, the umpires is well, on anybody in the movies. Uh, extremely quotable. Hey, is, yeah. Is Point Break a sports movie? Uh, I mean, sort of. It's got uh, Ohio State quarterback Johnny Utah is this <laughs> right? And they surf, which is a sport. Yes. And if you want the ultimate chief. You gotta be willing to pay the ultimate <laughs> price, Ryan. I always forget Madonna's in League of Their Own. Sorry, just while I'm, while I'm yeah. we're still there. Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell were like the the marquee. Yeah. Like they were like, look at this, look at these two big stars. Hey, Madonna is fantastic. Yeah, she's movie. great. She's great. She looks great, and she's incredible at this in this movie. I love Madonna in League of Their Own. Yeah, incredible. It, it's a good movie. I I I don't I don't I wouldn't call it the best sports movie, but it's good. I can't think of a lot that I like a whole lot more. I like Tin Cup maybe more. Tin Cup is one of my all Field of Dreams movies. is amazing. I think you had a lukewarm take on 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 Field of Dreams, right? Is that is that what you? No, I have uh, Field of Dreams is one of my top. Okay, it's one of my top three baseball. Movies. I asked my wife today. I I think she wasn't thinking of Remember the Titans. She said Field of Dreams is her favorite sports movie. Really? Yeah, it's a great flick. Uh, my hot it's take is Darth that Vader. American Flyers. 
American Flyers is Kevin Costner's best. That was your film. your hot take. Yeah, okay. is it? American Flyers, Ryan, it. dude, guys, nineteen eighties American cycling movie starring Kevin Costner mm. as the old the old like veteran cyclist who brings the young gun under his belt, and they race in the Rocky Mountains and they have mustaches and it's awesome. Is Kevin Costner the the greatest actor? Uh, athlete actor. Athlete actor. Oh, how many? 100%. How many sports movies has this guy been in? Well, see, he was in Field, Bull Durham, um, Draft Field Day. of Dreams, Draft Day. Draft Day. The GM. Well, he was that? in another baseball movie. Um, the Natural. Did you say? Uh, no, was it? No. Was it for Love of the Game? He was in the Natural. <laughs> yeah, for Love of the Game. Um, the Natural's Robert Redford. Brian Robert Redford. So Field of Dreams, Draft Day, the Captain Nat- America. Field Dreams, yeah, no. Draft Day. Um, American Flyers. Tim Cup. He was in that uh, track movie as Tim well. The, uh, he's, he's definitely a very '90s athlete, right? Like, I don't know if I would buy sure. even '90s Kevin Costner as an athlete today. It could be. A I don't know, man. Look at that picture. picture I tweeted about American Flyers. Dude has a body. He could. He could probably <laughs> ride a bike. Um, yeah, I, I mean, his. As we're going volume, he's. I can't. I, I can't think that anybody could top it. No, he's a volume shooter. <laughs> Here's one for you. Prefontaine. Top three. But it might be my favorite sports movie, honestly. Well, there's two. We talked about this on the pod right. a couple weeks ago. There's two Prefontaine movies, and one of them's terrible. Yeah. Prefontaine is great. It stars Jared Leto, Arlie Army as Bill Bowerman. Um, it's, a, it's shot like a, a, a documentary style kind of thing, um, which, yes. which is cool. Um, it's got great music. Um, one of the. Wait, I like the other one. I like Without Limits. Oh no, please, no. <laughs> Scott, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves counts as stars a Tom sports Cruise's movie. Cousin as Prefontaine. Come on. How do we feel about Prince good. of Thieves? I liked it. Robin Hood, Prince sport. of Thieves. Is that, yeah, you're right. Archery's a sport, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no, Billy Crudup did it. What? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Billy Crudup. That's the good one. No, no, Prefontaine's the good one. Trust me, I've seen Prefontaine a zillion times. I'm telling you, man, I've seen them both. I like Without Limits. All right, it's got Jeremy Sisto in it. How could it be good? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> my sister hates. Right, my sister, my wife hates Jeremy Sisto for some reason. I don't. I really don't know why. She really hates him. I saw this really weird movie on uh, HBO when I was trying to see naked chicks on a church trip one time with him in it, where he was like possessed by demons. It was really freaky. Sure. Not good stuff. That sounds like a trip. Without Limits has a full star more oh. on Rotten well. Tomatoes than Prefontaine. <laughs> Four stars to three stars. Well. So. See, and on. Donald Sutherland's in it. Uh, Arlie Army is in the other one, and Ed O'Neill, and Brecken Meyer. Ed O'Neill, <laughs> come on! Is it a comedy? No, if it is. Ed O'Neill is my guy. No, it's got Kurtwood Smith in it. Oh, come on! It's great. All right, so let's do our top three. Let's be. We we've done all the takes, I believe. Oh, Steve James directed Prefontaine. I had no idea. Oh, John, Dr. John Carvalho wrote, buffoon humor sports movies oh. are a waste of time. Bad take. This is incorrect, Bad Dr. Take. John. 
Bad take, John. <laughs> like, what are you... Bad take, Doc. That's... What am I supposed to watch? Happy Gilmore might be the greatest golf movie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that is a take. No, I, I do like right. it. I mean, every sports locker room is buffoon humor anyways. So right. I feel like that's sure. just true to true to life. All right, Ryan, what's your top basketball sports movie? Oh, Space Jam. Come on. It's really not a very good movie. All right, so you know my hot take. I've talked about my hot take on, on the Slack a couple of times. The slower the sport, the better the movies yeah. because it's easier to film. So, like, basketball movies are not great, but baseball movies and golf movies are usually really good because there's a lot more drama. Basketball, there's right. just not a lot of time. Like, when are you gonna, when's the drama going to happen? Like, timeouts? No, yeah, no that, so, that is one that happens is the coach gets him in the huddle. He's got the, the chalkboard drawn up to play. Yeah. That's not compelling, yeah. as opposed to like in the play of a baseball game. Apparently, these different things. Apparently, you've never seen a little movie called White Men Can't Jump. Gosh, that's a good flick. It's a great. That flick. might be my favorite basketball movie. That, that is. I, and um, I can't believe I didn't mention it the other day when we were talking about this. Number two, yeah. like Mike. No, see, that's the other thing. For some reason, basketball movies lend themselves to kids' movies, like Like Mike, Space Jam, Kazam. White Men Can't Jump is not. It's a great it's a great movie. It was a TV Ryan, this before you were born, or just shortly after, White Men Can't Jump came on TBS every day. Oh yeah. Every day. Actually, you know what? My favorite basketball movie is He Got Game. I've never seen it. I've been thinking about it Dude. today. I rules. I'm watching it this week. I it rules. So He Got Game, White Men Can't Jump, Blue Chips. Blue, One, blue two, chip. Three. Blue Chips is great. You know how I saw Blue Chips? Uh we uh my grandmother owned a condo with some other people group of people it, it's a timeshare but it's not like a scam it's not a scam timeshare like sure really do. like it was just a group of people all from huntsville that bought a uh, uh condo and um so you know over the years people would bring vhs tapes leave them there there's a vhs tape of blue chips and it was one of our first trips there i was probably 11 10 maybe uh and i was like oh it's a basketball movie with Shaq and penny in it because uh, this would have been right. like 1995. I was like, I gotta watch this. Of course, it's Shaq was in that movie before he was drafted. Right, like they filmed it the summer before he got drafted. Um, it's great. It's got Nick Nolte in it as a uh, uh, a coach that just wants to do the right thing, but is the game's leaving him behind because everybody's cheating. So right, it's a great movie, Ryan. You should watch it. How oh, do you, you feel get, about Glory Road and Coach Carter? I've never seen Coach Disney Carter. Disney Schlock. Kind of like what's the one about UTEP? the same deal. It could have been a great movie. The way so back? It's just too cheesy. Glory, no. Glory Road's the one about Texas Western. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, Glory Road. It's so cheesy. It could have been so great. And it was just, they got, they out-cheesed themselves. I just, it was, I, Glory I, Road was like, they just came out with Miracle. And they're like, we're making Miracle about basketball. Yeah. What about uh, um, Finding Forrester, starring Sean Connery? It's, uh, it's all right. It's not better than He Got Game. No. What about Above the Rim? Not bad. I knew someone that was in Joanna Man. No, nope. Oh. Eddie Joanna Man, oh. um, the Sixth Man. Oh, the Sixth Man. We watched that on the way to our uh, a tournament in Arkansas one time. It was not good. Uh, it was. The, and it was the, it was the this, chaser for Tombstone. Everyone listening, to, this is screaming into their microphone, into their phones that we haven't mentioned Hoosiers. There's a reason for that. Hoosiers is fine. Like it's it is incredibly overrated to me. It's all right. Like it's just, and I think the reason I find it to be so difficult to watch is because 
it is so formulaic. However, because it was the first one, yeah, it kind of is the formula. Well, you know, so I'll get Auburn it used to like Hoosiers before, is the Rutgers of basketball. Movies. Auburn used to play clips of Hoosiers <laughs> like before and during games uh, back in the day. The, actually, at, at half, after halftime, every time they play like clip of the halftime speech of Hoosiers on the like little screen. It's a, I mean, it's a classic. I, what about it's in my green? top five? About, how do you feel about Hoop Green? It's pretty good. It's, Steve James it's not as good point. as Hoosiers. Hoosiers is in my top five, but it's not. I don't like it as much as he got game. He got game is incredible. Yeah, I, I love in basketball. What do you think about that? You ever seen it? Man, I haven't ever seen it, but I've heard I've heard mixed reviews. Uh, All right, let's do football. Fo- yeah, football. What about Uncle Brian, Drew? We didn't talk about that. Movies. No, I didn't <laughs> talk about Uncle Drew. My wife wanted to see that, and I can't believe I, I didn't take her up on it. No, I'll uh, see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it one day. It looks funny. Football, Ryan. Nick Kroll's. Oh, football movies. See, the thing with football movies is, I mean, what you already said, it's harder to get compelling football action, just the way the sport is. But and the I sport changes so much that when has, you watch an older one, it looks yeah, terrible. Football has a huge collection, of good movies, but no standout. Yeah, Maradona. Oh, is a great this is amazing movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, uh the longest yard's a good one, right? Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, like, I like the longest yard. I like. I mean, I might pick Waterboy as my number one. Varsity Blues is a great movie. Yes. I don't care what anybody says, and it it Varsity Blues is hilarious. It might be. I mean, just as a fun factor, it might be the most fun. Oop de oop. Wainers on the glass, the Alanis Club. <laughs> Guys. Ryan, Varsity Blues was a uh, movie about high school football uh, that came out in 1998 and uh, starred James Vanderbeek. Ryan, James Vanderbeek was uh, a man that starred in a many gifts that you've probably seen of a grown man crying. <laughs> yep, from that movie. Yes, no, that's uh, that's from Dawson's Creek. From Dawson. Yeah. The football uh, version little, of Little Giants. Mighty Ducks. Little Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my my wife likes family. that. I've never seen it. It was also in that pile of movies at the uh, gym that yeah. uh, I refused to watch. Uh, what about Jerry it's, Maguire? It's like Disney was just cranking out kids' sports movies there for a while. Do we count Jerry Maguire? Just, I mean, like, it deals with I like sports. Jerry Maguire. It deals with sports, but it's... I mean, I guess it's a football movie, but it's just more about agents. You had me at... Oh, get, hello. Dude, Ryan, if you had lived through... You had me it, it, if you've been aware of things in 1996 and 97 and 98, <laughs> you could not escape the song from Jerry Maguire where they would play lines from the movie in the song. It, hey, it's, it's a great Bruce Springsteen song. It's the whole, you had me. You oh, had me in the rise. Here's another football take. Uh, Ace Ventura, of, great football movie. <laughs> of the cheesy feel-good uh, football movies. I'll take We Are Marshall over Remember the Titans. Oh, man. Okay. Remember the Titans, not very good. Again, I like it. I enjoy it, but I like Remember the Titans. Uh, I, one thing I didn't see anyone mention when we were discussing this before, and we had, no one's brought it up, is Any Given Sunday. It's like considered one of the greatest football movies of all time. That's too it's not great. I mean, it's, it's really cheesy and over the top. I remember having a soundtrack that I liked when I was 14 years old. Great speech by Al Pacino. About, oh. You gotta fight for that inch. The Replacements is an actual, honest to God, great football movie. 
Yeah, this is the song. Right. <laughs> on my phone. Already had it. Come on, Bruce. All right, I think we've probably played enough. <laughs> How do we feel uh, about uh, Gridiron Gang? Ryan, coming, Bruce Springsteen is coming for some money. <laughs> How do you feel about Gridiron Gang with uh, The Rock and Exhibit? Never seen it. I don't want to think about it. Never you didn't like it. that one? Never seen it. I never saw it. Oh, I don't I, want to I, see I, it. it. It wasn't bad. I have a friend who's seen who literally, if a movie comes out that is about sports, he's in. <laughs> and I, I, I just can't, I, I'm not that into it. This was still early when The Rock was getting into acting. What about the, the and, uh, game plan with The Rock? Yeah. 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 Game plan, Tooth Fairy, <laughs> and this. Kind of all on the same boat. Invincible? They can keep it. Can we talk about that? Yeah, that was... Invincible was okay, too. It, again, there's a lot of, like, Disney. fine yeah. Disney football stuff. Well, they don't, not they don't make... Singular. They don't want to make... So, that that's the thing with sports movies of any kind, is they're not going to make a movie... That, that isn't feel good or funny. It's either Dude. slapstick humor or feel good. That's it. Or remember the Titans. Unless it's a boxing movie. Remember the Titans has humor. It's a feel good movie. No, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Friday Lights. Sorry, yeah. unless Friday Night Lights is the opposite of all these. Friday Night Lights not a feel good movie. You end up going, <laughs> man. Life. Mm. <laughs> That's the end. At the end of the movie, you're like, man, yeah, everything sucks. I mean, and, remember uh, the Titans the guy dies. So I, I get there is that, but then I guess they're all I don't know. When Booby when Booby Miles, hey, sits on that. Hadn't seen it. I know. Spoiler alert! You guys read the book first of all. The book was required reading in my high school. <laughs> of course it was. Of course. Yeah, true. Wait, wait, true story. Was, we had to read uh, in high school class. Yeah, that was a summer reading book in a lot of schools. Yeah, it's an incredible book. When did this book? Recommend when did it come out? Anyone. Eighty mid nineties. Yeah. What came out? It's about the eighty eight season. Never heard of it. Incredible! It's an incredible book. So, in the movie, they take some liberties, but as always. But in the book and in the movie, the scene in which Booby Miles is sitting there on an X-ray table in Midland, Texas, home of the rival Midland Lee High School, mm. and the doctor tells him that he has torn his ACL, which in 1988 was actually a huge deal. It's a big deal now, but it was a huge deal in 88. It was like, that's into your career. Sure. And he looks at that guy and literally just says, well, what, am I, like, what am I supposed to do? What am I? What am I going to do now? Hmm. Tearjerker, chief. Then yeah. the end of the movie. Big spoiler alert: They don't win state because sometimes life change sure. a limit. I mean, there's plenty of sports movies that end with the team not reaching their ultimate goal. I guess they end up an inch short. Hmm. And Tim McGraw walks down on that field and takes his state championship ring off and hands it to his son tears that sounds cheesy as hell now nah, man it's as good as it gets as good as it gets which is not a sports movie all right before we move off football i have to mention a movie that uh at least one listener we have i i know would be upset if it's not mentioned it's the program it's a yeah it's a good flick it's a interesting it's sort of blue chips ish for uh yeah. for football place at the table yeah. place at the table yeah so uh, I got nothing else. My top there. three, my top three football is 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 Friday Night Lights number one, and then 
I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to put in it. Have either of you seen <laughs> like the, really the Have either of you seen the football version of I, I or I've always thought it was the football version of Major League because it always used to sit right next to Major League on the Video Plaza shelf and had a similar logo. It's called Necessary Roughness. Yes, okay. with with uh, Sinbad. Uh, uh, oh, maybe Rob Schneider's in <laughs> yeah. it. Kathy Ireland's in it. Scott Bakula. This is a football yeah. movie with Sinbad and Rob Schneider. Uh, I don't see Sinbad. Maybe he's in it though. I think Sinbad's in that movie. Well, I'm, I'm looking. Uh, Robert Loesch is in it. Football yeah, movie. Sinbad's I'm in thinking it. Sinbad's of. In it. Yeah, Sinbad's in it. There. Yeah. Who's the football Classic. player here? Uh, they all are. All these guys. And the Kathy Allen's the kicker. Oh God. Yeah. It's a great point. I, it was always sitting there right next to Major League, and it has the same logo. It has to be made by the same people, right? Like, there's no, no. Or, like, Major League came out, and they were like, man, let's oh, make a Yeah, let's make football a football movie. version of it, yeah. The 80s movies were just copycats of whatever worked. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, so, Brian's song super good, too, but really sad. Oh, yeah. I didn't think. Super sad. We're, we've got to be missing something, too. Something else. Yeah, if you if we're if you're listening to this and we're obviously missing something because we didn't do any prep at all oh, besides no, none at all. Think of what sports <laughs> have movies. Tweet at us. Tell us we're idiots. At Ryan S. Starrett is what you want to do. All right, baseball movies. I got number one baseball movie is um, Kill the Dreams with Major League is a close second. Bull Durham is third. Mm. So you're not even going to put um, League of Their Own in top four or top three. Man, that's the thing. Yeah. That movie Base, is so baseball good. Baseball has the most great movies, yeah. I think. And there well, still has a lot of good ones, it's too. It's the oldest American sport. Yeah. So Go the distance. So, um, all right, I'll, I'll read off a bunch of basically baseball movies that I, I say are good or like okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll give a I'll give my top my, yeah. major league major league is my number one. Okay. I love major league. It's a great movie. Uh lead their own money ball. Um, let's see field of dreams bench warmer is pretty good you don't get a ton of pure comedies out of baseball so bench warmers is good uh we can go into the 90s with rookie of the year bench warmers is the one with napoleon dynamite in it isn't it yeah and david spade and rob schneider didn't want to see it i love i I love rob schneider i love david spade i do not love john heater but really uh, God no! I hate Napoleon Dynamite. It's like the worst movie ever. Anyway, it's all right. It's, it's, uh, anyway, here's what you need to know about about baseball movies, Ryan. <clears throat> One second, Ray. People will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn into your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around. You'll say. It's only $20 per person, and they'll pass over the money without even thinking about it, for it's money they have and peace they lack. And they'll walk off to the bleachers and sit in the short sleeves on a perfect afternoon and find they have reserved seats somewhere along the baseline where they sat when they were children and cheer their heroes. And they'll sit watching the game, and it'll be that if they dip themselves into magic waters, the memories will be so thick they'll have to brush them away from their faces. People will come, Ray. The one constant throughout all the years has been baseball. America's rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It has been a race like a blackboard rebuilt and erased again, but baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us 
Of all that was once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People most definitely will come. We gotta That's put that why Field Dreams is the best movie. <laughs> gotta put that at the top of the Boxing, show. golf movies. Golf movies. Tim Cup number one. Baseball yeah. Already? yeah, yeah, we're going down with baseball. Okay. Watch. Is, right, I, know I, I thought I ended baseball. the baseball Jeez. segment. I love baseball movies. <laughs> uh, Bull Durham, Kevin Costner being great again. Uh, how do we play Kevin Costner's Angels the, the Outfield? Of sports movies. Angels in the Outfield. Uh, okay, so here's for cheesy Matt McConaughey with a non This was about role. to be my 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 big hot take. Is I wasn't going to put any of these serious baseball movies in my top. It was going to be Major League, uh, Angels in the Outfield, Rookie of the Year, uh, Little Big League. <laughs> Those are my those are my top. Little Big League. I love Little Big League. It's it's actually probably it as a kid, man. For me, I love that movie as a kid so much. I love it too. Major, Rookie of the Year, I loved as a kid, and I watched it as an adult, and it was terrible. It, uh, um, funny enough, it was also in that pile of movies at the uh, uh, the gym. The gym. <laughs> but I, it was like four years old at that point. I had loved it yeah. already, so it wasn't wasn't as big a deal. It was the one that I would be like, if I get, if I was getting the shoes, I was like, well, I guess I'll put a little my. Uh, Rookie of the year, man. I mean, yeah. Did you guys ever see Hardball? Oh yeah, loved Hardball, dude. Great movie. Dude, no yeah. joke. Oh, that's got to be in my top five. That's, a, that's another the Keanu Reeves one, too. one. Yeah, Keanu, it's Keanu Reeves. Bears, but Keanu Reeves in the inner city. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I did not realize Michael B. Jordan is in this movie. Yeah, he's one of the kids. Yeah. Did you realize that Matthew McConaughey is non-speaking role in Angels in the Outfield? I did not. Oh yeah, that's right. He doesn't yeah. speak. Uh. Early McConaughey. 95. Yeah, it's pre um, uh, Time to Kill. Yeah, it was a good... All right, can we move to golf now? All right, we'll move on to golf. Because this podcast is long. Well, what else are people going to do? All right, so Tin Cup is my favorite golf movie. Number two is Caddyshack. And number three is another golf movie. Actually, I I said Happy Gilmore earlier. It's probably Caddyshack and then Happy Gilmore for me. Yeah, and then Ten Cup. Ten Cup is Ten Cup, I guess. It's got Don Johnson in it. I love. I'm a huge Miami Vice fan, so I'll, sure. I'll watch anything with Don Johnson in it, except for the Watchmen TV show, which I found to be terrible. Uh, anyway, was Don Johnson in Arliss? No, no, I don't think so. I used to love Arliss. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'm the only one here that saw the greatest game ever played. Uh, yeah, it, probably. Okay, so it it doesn't sound like it would be the best movie. I mean, it's a Disney movie. Sure. Period piece with Shia LaBeouf. You know, 1910s or so. Um, but again, like it, I'm a big fan of it. Is mean, this Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf coming off Holes? Is this the... is post Holes pre Transformers. Okay. Free Fury, which is my favorite Shia LaBeouf flick. Shia LaBeouf is actually a really good actor. He's good in Transformers. He takes it seriously. He's good in Transformers. He's, yeah. He is. He's actually really good in Transformers. He, uh, he's kind of a dick, though. I think that's the, the, the problem here. Well, he takes, it, he takes well, his job. He had to work with Michael Bay. I mean. Eh. <laughs> he almost made me believe I don't that Megan was... Fox was in high school. <laughs> Man. Well, you know, when that first movie came out, I think she really was only 19, so. No way. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what other uh, what other golf movies are there? I'm I mean, still a uh, big proponent of Legend of Bagger Vance, but I think we've already hit on that one. 
Yeah. All right, so we have boxing listed. Rocky? Is there like Creed? Uh, Rocky's, I mean. All of the Rockies? I mean, which, all, well, not all of them. Not all of them. Creed's super good. Raging Bull Creed's is good. incredible. I never, Raging Bull is probably the best sports movie, but I didn't, it's so much a art movie yeah. that you can't even really like. It's incredible. If you have a Raging Bull and you love movies, it's De Niro. It's it's incredible. Um, I have, I didn't see Creed two, um, and I haven't seen uh, Creed's super good. Creed is I know, good. I know Creed is super good. He's good. Um, I've I haven't seen Rocky Rocky Balboa. Just that one. I I didn't see that one either. That was the one after. Is that the one where he fights? Uh, I don't know. Is the Mason the Lion Dixon? Because that one was not good. Rocky Five's the one uh, where he fights Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, it's not very yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, four is really good where he beats the Russian yeah, against the Cold War. Uh, what one, two, three, and four all pretty good. Uh, so, well, so there's a boxing yeah. movie. One, one is the best one. Sure. Okay, hang on. I'm I'm going to read the tagline to this boxing movie and tell me if you guys have heard it. Okay. At Sweetwater Prison, the world heavyweight champion is about to meet his match. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's Wesley know. Snipes versus Ving Rhames in Undisputed 2002. Oh, man. <laughs> now, there is a movie about a boxer who was homeless in Denver, and I think it has Samuel L. Jackson in it. I'm looking it up. What is the name of that movie? I watched it, and he's like a former champ and he's resurrecting the champ good movie so we, uh, we samuel had, jackson and josh hartnett josh hartnett wow remember josh hartnett Ryan, josh hartnett was a guy who was <laughs> the <laughs> big heartthrob of the 1990 no 2000 through 2003 we'll say uh he was just on fire and and then he got some really good movies like he was in lucky number 11 which is Pretty okay. It's in Sin City, which was good. Black Hawk Down? Pearl Harbor. Oh, Black Hawk Down. It's 1999-ish, right? 2000. Black Hawk Down's a great movie. Uh, Pearl Harbor. Jesus, is an awful movie, Ryan. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It's a <laughs> Just terrible movie. movie that he was in. Uh, he was in The Black Dahlia. That's a good one. Is it? <laughs> but Resurrecting the Champ is a good one about a true story. Well, we had a discussion uh, if we were going to mix... Uh, martial arts movies in with boxing too, did we? Are we just going to throw those into miscellaneous? So essentially, yeah, we're okay, talking so about here's the new. Kid, right? Well, what is your favorite non-major uh, mainstream sports? Dodgeball. 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 one. It's so great. This is a dodgeball. Super great. Fun fact. Has has a a my wife went on our first like actual date to go see uh, dodgeball. Nice. Yeah. Yep. It was good. Uh, Bloodsport. It's a great movie. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. It's the, one of the more rewatchable movies out there, Bloodsport. Guys, there are only two bike racing movies. <laughs> yeah. Number one, American Flyers. I've already mentioned it. Kevin Costner. Great mustache. Number two, Breaking Away, which is a great movie about growing up, becoming a man, Racing your bike. There's some, uh, but I, uh, Breaking Away is worth watching. It's a classic movie, very 70s, 80s movie. Then there are people out there. This is kind of like the 
Cobra Kai was actually the good guy's mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. The meme in cycling movie fandom is that the best cycling movie is actually Pee Wee Herman's Day Out. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's all... Because he's trying to find his bicycle yeah, the whole time. the entire movie. The it's great. Ryan, Pee Wee Herman yeah. was a man, uh, was a character played by a man who was <laughs> caught uh, um, touching himself in an adult theater. Uh, and uh, Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I know about him. Oh, well, Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee's Playhouse was actually great. I loved it as a kid. Um, yeah, uh, there are some couple of great skateboarding movies. Um, there is mid 90s, which I've been trying to tell everyone I know to see. It's on Amazon Prime for free if you have Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, Legends of Dogtown. And, and, yes. Good flip. Lords of Dogtown. Lords. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie. Mid Mid 90s is better. Mid nineties is yeah. directed by Jonah Hill. It is great. Um, and mid nineties. I'll write that down. Underrated grind. Grind. You're gonna if you look it up, you're gonna be like, "What is he talking about? This looks so stupid." It is. <laughs> it is hilarious. It is, it, and it and it's warm and heartfelt. It's got uh, uh, Randy Quaid in it. Uh, it has a bunch of people you've never heard of. It's got a Matthew McConaughey lookalike who's playing a Matthew McConaughey lookalike in it, which is great. <laughs> His name is Sweet Lou. It's the best thing. Man. Do yourselves a favor. If you just want to watch a dumb movie, watch Grind. It, it's from like 2002 and or three, maybe. It's Now, I know for a fact we didn't mention Slapshot, which is one of the classic mm-hmm. Paul Newman sports movies about hockey that they could never make in 2020. Um, it's a great flick. Days of we Th- didn't mention Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Oh, great. We didn't mention we didn't talk about any Blue Crush. Well, this is, we're in the miscellaneous section. Okay. Yeah. Nobody nobody caught my Blue Crush drop. <laughs> oh God, that I hate that movie so bad. Come on now, it's a sports movie. Oh geez, that movie is terrible. Uh, All right, well, there are there are good. Sir- oh well, Talladega Nights. I love that. Movie. Cool good. Runnings. Cool Runnings is my pro. <laughs> Semi-pro, Cool Runnings. Ah, uh, man. Uh, what is your okay? So, lastly, before we go, what is your gun to your head best sports movie? Oh, jeez. Mm. If you ask, mm. is it a oh, there's another cycling movie. Anything going? about the program? The program is a cycling movie about Lance Armstrong cheating. It's all right. It's not bad. Man, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Are are you asking me to say what I think is like the best like movie? Or are you asking me to say if you gun to your head, what movie are you gonna ask to watch? Like you have to watch yeah. the movie you, you want to see. You have yeah. a ballad of the people. All these Who's movies. One? You got all these movies on Netflix Oof. right now, and you and your friends are gonna watch a sports movie, but you have the remote. Which one are you picking? Oh my god. Um. Back to the program, the Lance Armstrong movie. Well, it's based on one guy's book, so it's all really his opinion. So most of it's kind of dramatic. If we're, I mean, if it's me, if it's that scenario, it's me and my friends. I really, I'm probably putting on grind, dude. Like it's that, it's it's silly, it's dumb, it's about a bunch of friends that like are hanging out for like the last time together, sort of deal. Uh, It's 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 a really good movie. Um, and, and it, it's probably horribly rated on Rotten Tomatoes, probably got like a 30 or something like that, but it's, it's, I don't know. Uh, it's got a great scene to poison, uh, 
nothing but a good time. Oh, oh no, great movie, great song. So, do you know the the actor um, Ben? Um, sorry, lost my mind. Ben McKenzie. Ben Ben Foster. Oh yeah, Ben Foster is an excellent actor. Excellent, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, so Ben Foster plays Lance Armstrong oh. in this film, the program, and takes drugs as acting. Oh. Takes performance enhancing drugs to get into the mindset of. Oh wow. Lance. So he does a really good job, but the movie is flawed because it's based on one guy who hated Lance Armstrong's book and interviews people who also hated Lance uh, Armstrong. Okay. And Lance didn't sign off on any interviews or whatever. So it's really just one side of the story. Yeah. Um almost and I, look, I'm not gonna see her be a Lance apologist, but it's it's a little heavy handed, even ben, as a disgraced cyclist goes. Ben Ben Foster is a guy who must have an awful agent because he has taken some awful roles, but he is really good in almost everything he's in. Um and he's super good in the program. Um he's it's also free on Amazon Prime right now. I'd recommend This is the cycling the program, not the football. Yes, the Lance Armstrong <laughs> the program. Uh, based on a book called like seven deadly sins by a, a Irish journalist who basically was the one who from, from get go knew Lance was doping and set out to prove it. I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go with major league because everybody will love major league. Yeah. It's a great movie. <laughs> Ryan, what's your number one gun? To your head uh, for like? If I want a laugh, it's major league. If I don't care as much, it's league of their own. I'm sucker for baseball. But it's, it's, yeah, League of Their I'm Own is really funny, own. too. It, it is a funny movie. Yeah. It's not a comedy. Ah. I'm probably going to go League of Their Own or Friday Night Lights. Just because Friday Night Lights explains so much of my life, and League of Their Own is so incredibly good and rewatchable. Right, we didn't I'm talk about you one Basketball Diaries <laughs> starring Leo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the top ten and sports movies of all time, and okay. you have to pick one. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. You sure? Yeah, I'll start like this. Set. Yeah, I don't I'll like the highest grossing. I don't like this smile, Space Jam number one. This is according to Wikipedia, by the way. Fast and Furious number ten, Cars three. Oh, we didn't. Cars, are those sports movies? That's my number. If, Fast if five, <laughs> four. Those are those Hobbs are not Shaw, sports movies. Fast six, Fast and Furious. The Fast seven. movies are not sports movies at all. <laughs> if they, they were, were then Fast Five number one. The Fast, the Fast. I would say maybe maybe the first one. No, just because there it's are cars sports. in it doesn't make it sports. No, but they, they, there is like street racing. That's a thing in there. But that's not that, a there's... street racing is not a sport. I don't care if what you want to call anything. Street racing is not a sport at all. <laughs> These people are the insane. The only non-racing top ten all-time grossing sports movie is Forrest Gump because it says it's football and ping pong. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. And, where did you find this? Where did you find this? This Wikipedia highest grossing sports films. Wikipedia can. I know. So the, the the highest grossing, not of those, is number yeah. eleven, Karate Kid. Karate <laughs> <laughs> Kid makes sense. Made three hundred sixty million. I you well, know, if me you asked me five. this as a kid, Karate Kid would have been my favorite. I loved Karate Kid. Loved it. You know what number twelve is? Ten. No, I don't. Triple X, <laughs> Return of Xander Cage. What? Are not, <laughs> there are no sports. Extreme sports. Extreme sports is what they're going with. That is, oh, geez, it's Lord. not even. But he's a secret agent. It's not even a sports yeah. movie. <laughs> Number it's thirteen like James is, is called Dan Fast, Fast and Furious is a movie. cops movie. Looks like it's a Bollywood movie. The Wrestler. No, no, no. I forgot about the Wrestler. Oh, That's a great yeah. sports movie. It's great. Then the Blind Side. Right, 14, well, Rocky Four at fourteen or fifteen. 
Well, guys, we could argue about these all day, and I hope that we've created some sort of content that people can interact with on Twitter and on the collegeofmagnolia.com website. Let us know how we're wrong, how you disagree. Let us know who was the most right and that it was me. Can we tease next week a little bit? Oh, yeah. Next week, we have a special guest for our 100th episode of this trash that you listen to. We're going to be syndicated, right? Isn't that how this works? I hope so. (laughs) You hit 100 episodes. We're going to double our salary, I hope. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a multi-state podcast. Oh, yeah. Next week, we have an interview. Ryan, can you tell us who it is? No. We'll we'll hang on to it. Okay. You're going to find that it's someone you love. It doesn't matter. It's a big guest. Yeah. If you like this podcast, you will love next week. Maybe it's Dennis Rodman. All right. Maybe. Maybe Maybe it's Dennis Rodman. (laughs) All right. See you then. Bonus. Adios.